folks, welcome to the Ain't Shit Show. It's a me and Shogs episode, and we're kicking it off in perfect Shogs and Marcos fashion, dark classical fashion, by talking about crack cocaine. That, hold on, hold on, I'm, I can't believe I have to cut it this early into the fucking podcast, dude. <laughs> Come on. Know, this can't be a Patreon one, I got a song not, for everybody. Yeah, I know, it is. <laughs> it is a fucking it's less than a minute in and I have to make a cut. <laughs> okay, White hold on. Boys love crack. Yeah. I was I was talking we were talking about okay, so context. We're in a group chat. We're talking about Miley Cyrus. Shogs has mixed feelings about Miley Cyrus because Oh, of, I like Miley. I just, you know, she's just it never quite found her niche. That's what I mean. Like it's you have a what do you have a very uh what is it? A very what's the word I'm looking for? It's the nuance. You have a very nuanced yeah. view of her career. She's got right? some pipes. No, yeah, she's got she's got some bangers. And I said that my favorite, like really early Miley Cyrus, not a Disney song, when she was like really trying to explore outside of the Disney, was uh, a Borgor song called "Decisions," like that she featured on. And then. We went down the rabbit hole because I hadn't heard that song in forever. And in my head, all I can remember from it is the Miley Cyrus part, which is a good part. The rest of it is fucking complete ass. But we re-listened to Garbage. Criminal. Criminally bad. (laughs) Makes a solid case against music. Yeah. (laughs) That music itself was a mistake. Ableton is a mistake, was essentially what that was. Sure um, he wasn't using Fruity Loops? No, that was Ableton. That's 1,000% Ableton. Do not never pin this on on FLs, man. Only true artists, only true psychopaths and artists are using fucking FLs because it's just not fun. Anyways, um, so anyways, he, listen to the song. It's bad. Then we went down the rabbit hole of Borgor and the allegations. Well, first of all, what we did was we're like, there's no way that this guy made it to 2023 <laughs> with no allegations. And sure enough, he got me too. I'm a little su- yeah. honestly, I'm surprised that it wasn't that. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Well, it kind of is. Like, there's some, there's some sexual assault allegations and other allegations. Like people say his lyrics are misogynist, which they probably are. But they definitely so are. Lot, lots of great musicians, you know. Now, nah, but the problem, the real, the real, we're reading through it, like, and we're like, yeah, there's like, you know, people saying that he did this, people saying that he did that, and like, you know, things that make him look bad, and then they cap it off with the coolest thing you could possibly do. Which is that he smoked crack. He like loudly told like everyone that he was gonna smoke crack and did backstage at an EDM show, which is cool, I think. Right? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I. That's the coolest wa- thing a white scumbag kind of guy can do is smoke crack these days. Exactly. And so then I I realized I don't know if a lot of people know this. Like it's it's kind of like in the it's kind of only in the chemsex. Like the gay chemsex community in like the Bay Area, maybe L.A., probably more actually in L.A. than out here because it's extremely rare out here. But there are guys who do this very there's like white older white guys who are extreme, like have lots of like stupid amounts of money, like crazy disposable income. And what they choose to use that disposable income on is cocaine. But. They make their own. Did a bunch cocaine. last weekend. Great stuff. No, they they make their own crack cocaine. They literally go 
artisanally bake it themselves. <laughs> they whip that. Well, shit actually, in the honestly, if they're getting good coke to begin with, oh yeah, no, they're probably cool. getting some real fucking rocket fuel going yeah, on. No, that'd be better than anything you're gonna get from the plug, probably. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, that's but that's why they do it. It's because they can do. It's easy own. to make, actually. It's not difficult at all. They're whip. They're literally just whipping. They're like they're ta- they're doing it in an artisanal way. It's hard to explain, but I've I've like. I've partied with these guys before, right? Like, I've been – they were smoking crack. I personally find the smell, like, the – like, I don't know how to explain it, but there's, like, this really stinky, like, oh, it's chemical. It's kind of a chemically yeah. kind of a – out – yeah, not sweet, Chem- not sour, kind of a very – it's a poison. You could unnatural sm- smell. Yeah, your brain is like poison. That is poison, and I can't. I I literally it grosses me out. So like, this just was never on the table. But I was down to hang out because, you know, I don't know. I'm sick in the head. <laughs> Ultimately, I'm sick in the fucking head. And I think I think most crackheads most crackheads I know are cool. They steal, but they're cool. Like they'll steal from you, but they're cool. They like they're nice people. They'll clean, uh, but their idea yeah. of cleaning is just sprinkling a bunch of soapy water all over the house and kind of hitting it, but not really drying up. Yeah, so the entire yeah. house it smells nice, but it's really slippery. <laughs> yeah, just kind of. But every also like every crackhead that I grew up with had superpowers, like for real. Like my dad, twenty dollars within thirty minutes at any time of the day. <laughs> that that is my dad. When my dad was running the drug program, like the little. My dad was in the drug program when he was in it, and he, like, you know, was court-ordered and all that shit. He used to, like, pick up strays, like, the guys who didn't have nowhere to go and shit like that, like, guys who were, like, living in homeless shelters and stuff. For some reason, my dad would be like, you know who would, you know what would be great? If you came and you live with me and my kids. If you came and you live with me and my wife and kids in a tiny three-bedroom house. That would rock. You should come. <laughs> you should come and do that. And so he literally, we always fucking had people at our house, like literal crackheads and all that stuff. And a lot of them were fucking animals and horrible, t- terrible people, and we should not have grown up with them. But the other half of them were actually very cool. And there was a guy, we named him Bike Master. His name was Morris, but we called him the Bike Master. Morris could steal any bike at any, like, in a in a 100-mile radius. He could steal anything. It was insane the lengths that he would go to. He was a, like, bad crack addict. But the guy... We watched a guy – we watched it one time because my little brother saw a bike that he like that he liked, and it was on, like, the fifth floor of this apartment in San Jose. And we watched – we watched him. My dad was, like, driving us around, and my, my little brother goes, oh, that's a Yamaha, whatever, the blah, blah, blah. And Morris goes, mijo, you want that? And he was like my, – my little brother's like, yeah. And then he's like – he tells me – hits my dad, and he's like, yo, park up here. So my dad parks up here. He gets out of the car and he takes off his belt and then he asks my dad for his belt. And so he puts a he puts his belt, he straps two of his belts to his chest and he starts climbing like the gutter, like the side, like the you know what I mean, like the out gutter. Climbs to the fifth floor, gets the bike, straps the bike to his back with the belts, climbs down the goddamn shimmies down like the, the gutter and gives it to my brother. And like my brother's like Bro, like, we don't have room in the car to, like, to take this. What the fuck are you doing? He just, he would just like to, he flexed. He, that was his thing. He loved stealing bikes. And he was so good at it. There was a bike shop around the corner from our house. And he stole seven bikes. He stole seven bikes in one night. He, like, broke in, 
didn't trip any alarms, took seven bikes. Rick, that's that is a I don't know if anyone knows that. That's a that's very fucking impressive to take <laughs> like like uh, Yeah. In the city bike. bikes are free. No, I <laughs> I live in a suburb, man. This was like high crimes. They literally there was like a segment on the news. I I should see if I can find it and cut it in there. But there was like a segment on the news about this. They're like, because he stole almost like ten thousand dollars worth of bikes. <laughs> it's a high end bike store. It's not a regular yeah, bike store. Sometimes I forget you're from the suburbs, and I actually am the ratchet one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I have so a the guy strange... who lives in like inner cities and like ooh three hundred dollars a month for two bedrooms ooh, wow ooh. <laughs> you know why are the neighbors like yeah sociable that's for sure you'll get to know mm. them they'll they'll borrow things and ask for money i used to have this apartment in this shittiest fucking place fucking uh in indianapolis back when like crack was pretty fucking big it was like oh wait and I just, like, had so many people coming by just all hours of the day asking, like, you got any baking soda, man? And then I just started leaving, like, a box of baking soda outside of my door. Just, like, just don't wake me up. I work fucking nights. Mm-hmm. Fucking just, just here. There's some baking soda. Mm-hmm. I lived in a It wasn't house. for their fridges in case our listeners, tender <laughs> though some of, some of you may be. Baking sodas in this. Bi- soda, bicarbonate of soda is soda. an essential ingredient in the cooking up of the uh, the rock yeah i'll hit the i'll hit the pipe if someone if some crackheads are passing it around <laughs> crackheads i don't are like not it all known, that much crackheads are not known for sharing yeah they are every crackhead i've known has been with their crack because they all smoke crack together and if you're around they'll ask you if you want to hit the crack like they're not like hey you want some crack to take home with you for your own for your own special this is true that (laughs) yeah that people do that with weed they don't do that with crack (laughs) there's a leftover crack the great ska punk band crusty band now (laughs) their name comes from the fact it's a joke because there's never any leftover crack Yep, this is true. No one I was like, oh, last, oops, too much crack. <laughs> I last smoked crack, I believe it was March 12th, 2020. It was like the day that quarantine is, went into effect. It was also my birthday. And I was out. too much. Like, that is too soon, Shogs. That is too what? soon. That, is, that I, if you would have said 2010, I would have let it slide. But 2020 is so recent, Shogs. That is Whoa. so recent. I mean, I was out, you know, I, well, I think if I remember the chronology of early COVID very well, which I don't, but I believe that earlier in the day I had done mushrooms, I'd gone to a movie, the mushrooms had worn off, and then I went out to a bar to do karaoke with my little anime sister friend, and I, uh, I ended up staying there late, I was pretty wasted, and there was a crackhead out there, and I was like, well, I knew this guy, and I, I gave him a bud once in a while, so he lived near my dealer's house. And I was like, hey, it's my birthday. He's like, happy birthday, man. I'm trying to get some crack. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? Fuck it. It's my birthday. So mm-hmm. I, got, I got a few bucks in my pocket. So me and this hobo got some crack, and we smoked it behind the bar. And then we got <laughs> another rock, and we smoked that. And then I went home. I think I remember that. Yeah, was... I think I, I, yeah, I think I met. I met you around that time, I think. It, you would have, yeah. I was probably, like, yeah, yeah, I spent my birthday doing mushrooms and smoking crack with a homeless guy. Good times. You're talking about, yeah, you were like, you were like, oh, I found I found a fellow traveler and we did space space drugs. I remember that's how you described yeah. it. And I was like, well, okay, dude, I didn't know what you meant. But now that I do, I was, god damn it, Shucks. 
<laughs> Smoked a little crack in my time. I don't like it that much. See, that's the thing. I'd just rather do fucking blow. I fucking yeah. love cocaine. Crack's like, yeah, all right. I'm not going to turn down some free crack. <laughs> but it kind of sucks. Like, it's really cool for a few minutes. But yeah. then you got to get more if you want us to keep feeling cool. Yeah. If you just have a couple toots, though, you can pretty much get through the night. And you won't have, like, the terrible crash all that bad. Yeah. No, I'm... I, Man. I started Listen, thinking folks, about... Tre- listeners, I don't know if how- you want to <laughs> smoke a little crack, you can smoke a little crack. You know, what's a, medicinally, what's a little crack? Think about it. Leaving. <laughs> a little crack isn't going to kill you. Yeah, exactly. Just like a little night juice isn't going to kill you. Like, I'm not a... Irresponsible. You should be a responsible yeah. citizen just fucking snort blow. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of night juice, I've been thinking about doing night juice again. Like, getting back into it. Just because I'm I'm freaking the fuck out about aliens and no one else cares. Not one person. We've already talked. We had a whole episode about it, but I'm the only one right now. I'm freaking the fuck out. It's scary. My, <laughs> I don't know. Every, you laugh at me every time, Shogs, and... It well, I know. I mean, it's funny, but I understand what you're going through. Aliens might be scary. We don't know. We don't know what they look like. I, I'm i freaking the fuck out because, like, it's the anxiety of not knowing what they look like that's scary to me. Does that make, like, in my mind, they're the scariest thing ever because I don't know what it looks like. But if I see them, I, my brain will be like, oh, okay, you can comprehend it. But then there's, like, a part of me. That's like color out of space style where like you see it and it induces madness. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I I don't know. I I mean, we don't know. We don't know. But I'm more worried about what the aliens are going to act like. But also, you know, all this stuff that's going on right now. I mean, I remember, I think it was maybe mid or late 2019, there was a lot of rumblings about, oh, there was, there was a lot of UFO stuff coming out then. And there was a lot of like, oh, disclosures coming, big stuff come, nothing fucking came of it. Um, so, I don't know, maybe they're priming us for something, I don't know. Um, aliens, I think, are real, so I don't trust the ding-dang government. Um, I don't care what they gotta tell me. And this is like, oh, ex-whistleblowers. Anybody who knows anything about the... Look, folks, listeners, Marcos, you too. We should watch it together um, at some point. There's a great documentary called uh, Mirage Men. Mm -hmm. And it is about um, essentially disinformation. It's about um, the kind of the intelligence and uh, Air Force's relationship with the UFO community. Mm -hmm. And the lengths they have gone to to gaslight uh, UFO researchers and stuff there was this one guy who um i'm trying to remember the story but um he lived near area 51 and he'd see like experimental aircraft you know taken off he was a good citizen so he'd like take pictures of it and he'd write to like the folks at the base be like i'm seeing stuff man i got these pictures i thought you should know i'm just doing my job and so they essentially like oh yeah wow this is really important work actually you know we can't tell you how important this is for this national security of the earth. But they, they intimated that there was alien stuff going on and basically got him as like a, to do like freelance reporting for them of like, you know, from angles, you know, for reporting on their experimental aircraft. He basically became like a spotter for them 
uh, thinking he was helping them with alien research. And at some point, like, they broke into his house and, like, put, like, spooky files on his computer so that he'd think that, like, there was... There's so much disinformation inside of the UFO circuit amongst the kooks. So I don't fucking believe anything I see in the lamestream media. I get uh, I get, any of this. I get where you're coming from. Like, I, I get that, that initial suspicion. My fear is more or less what the fuck are they why is that are they telling like why are they stoking this amongst us you know what i'm saying like that there it one of three things is either a it's real which is fucking gut-wrenchingly terrifying b it's a psyop for whatever like for whatever purpose and or like in the third one i think honestly is probably the more likely of the three is that like the america is starting to realize how little the government like the public trusts the government so they are going to fabric it's like a false flag almost, but it's a false flag where no one has to get killed or hurt. It's this idea, you know what I'm saying, where they establish, yeah. yeah, the government would tell us the truth about these things, but it's an elaborate hoax. It's like the, do you get what I'm saying? But yeah. like all of, all three of those possibilities don't make me feel any better. They make me feel all three of them suck and are worse. Do you get what I'm saying? Like they're, all of them in, induce the same like miasmic fucking anxiety that i've been feeling for the past couple days that has been driving me to consider drinking night juice because i've been having nightmares like literal fucking nightmares of of monstrous things you know like just (sighs) i don't don't know okay let's go full schizo here let's go full fucking schizo let's assume what i think is the most that we're going to go for as psyop or the psyop is a crude word for the kind of okay and we all know Every idiot and their baby sister knows that um, society is operating on principles that were established by, you know, advertising executives who worked as Freud's nieces and nephews, uh, edipalization, uh, psychodrama, you know, imagery that's used to manipulate. Like, why, why, uh, why, why is, um, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm trying to go full schizo here. Okay, so the imagery that we are getting right now is alien alien has a lot of connotations but it's pretty little gray men spooky they get you in the night they but they get your butt they're spooky they're nebulous um their intentions are unknown they are violating our airspace that was dan Aykroyd's big thing it's like whatever you think about the space brothers they're breaking the law they're violating our airspace That's and we crazy. need to that is dan crazy. Aykroyd is dan a Aykroyd fucking, is a fucking nut dude i love him hero <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> kook, kook King. King of the kooks, for real, actually. I think he understands you have to have a sense of humor if you want to deal with this stuff. I mean, look yeah. how crazy he is, but at least he's got a fucking sense of sense humor. Sense of humor, yeah, I'll give you that. Dan Aykroyd is a nut job, but like in a, in a very beautiful and playful way. Okay, now how do these images affect the psychosexual uh, edipalizing conditioning that were delivered in society, and what are the results which are known to uh image manipulator actually it seems, i've seen about this earlier like the ideology is so baked in that the people who are in charge don't have to even be aware of the ideology because it's built into the parameters of their their operations they did it's, it's invisible it's their os um, it's how so they, yeah aliens make people uneasy now this is coming around in a time when we're seeing a lot of ai talk um this could be one possibility uh, put out there because the forces that be don't really probably like AI because it is a threat to the status quo because it is a shoggoth. It is a, a no, no. 
monstrosity waiting in the wings that could be very disruptive to uh, the powers that be due to its chaotic and unknowableness. What else is chaotic and unknowable? Aliens. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, though. I don't know. I don't know. But I assume that like this imagery is done in order to provoke uh, some kind of you know baked-in social conditioning that puts us in a state that dot 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 world domination it's well if you think about it it's what you call it it's uh it's prepping us for the military industrial complex like no that we don't don't need to do that that's been extant and dominant for like six decades no i get i get that they could just be like china has actually got nukes and then we'd go crazy i get oh the china thing china actually makes a lot of sense aliens you know i don't want to get the racist, the racist <laughs> imagery that yeah, is yeah. exploited in yeah. order to fuel xenophobic wars is the inscrutable Oriental. They're they're like Zergs, aren't they? They're just like a hive mind, like bug people. Like you have to okay, boo, 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 you know. So you, got, you have to clarify. Sort of, you can't just say that. You have to clarify that that is the trope that they're using. Yeah. Well, I just said that before uh, I, I said it. I, I, yeah, to, I get it. But spend a little more. on both sides. Yes. A, also, it's the racist <laughs> imagery. That sort of imagery. Yeah, yeah. That is is exploited for xenophobia in yeah, order yeah. to if you uh, get... drum us up for not a land war. There, we're never yeah. going to have World War Three. The beauty of neoliberalism is that it makes World War Three obsolete. Obsolete. Yeah, we get we fight trade wars now. We fight trade yeah. wars. We fight uh, all kinds of like misinformation Proxy campaigns. Wars. Pro- yeah, yeah. We fight through the third parties of other countries, and so it's it's fucked up. We're like we're essentially There's third party countries. There's third party. We're, no, we're third party contracting out. Fucking, you know what I'm saying? We're like, yeah, we're too rich. We'll send the poor's, but like the poor's are different countries. And I think it's more fucked up. In all honesty, I think that's far worse. But regardless, we're not of that, fighting the Russians. The Ukrainians are fighting the Russians. <laughs> but like, do you, I don't know. My whole thing about that, right, is that like they. It's easy for them to stoke these like AI AI arriving. Uh, possible resource wars with China as fucking like, you know, Earth starts to like the resources on Earth start to dwindle or the effects of climate change make themselves far more apparent than we assumed they were going to be like a la the fucking uh, what is that called? Uh, The smoke in all of the East Coast currently, which I don't know. I have mixed feelings about that because on one hand, I feel very bad for people in the East Coast dealing with that because I know that that shit's rough. Like, I know. <laughs> don't do that, Chogs. Don't be a dickhead about it, dude. I feel bad. I feel awful for them because that sucks, right? Like, I I know how that feels. But they, they, you know, they got but this also, shit. They got, the air quality hasn't been this bad since uh, about 20, what was it, 20, what did they say, 20, what happened, 21? Yeah, 9-11. The air quality no. hasn't been this bad since 9-11 when they were it, breathing in buildings and their fellow citizens. I think it was like three – it was before COVID. I think it was the summer before COVID, which was an exceptionally brutal summer. I think the air quality in in California, in the Bay Area specifically, because we got hit by three separate fires and we were like – the Bay Area is a basin, so like all the fire smoke settled down. It was, I think, like 500 or something – Something insane like that, like something where like going outside was the equivalent of smoking 10 cigarettes a day. And it was like that for like almost an entire month. And I, like my mom at the time had fucking she was dealing with her IDS. I literally had to block her in a house with like five or six air purifiers running just to keep her alive that summer. And like I, I get that 
this is me personalizing this tragedy and it's awful, but like I don't have any other experience outside of my own personal one. But uh, let me say that like it sucked when it happened here, but there was no fucking outcry. There was it was not even national fucking news that this was happening. They were like, oh, wildfire season up again. It was just normalized. Right. It, like I, it's hard for me to feel bad for people in New York. being like, it's dark outside. Shut up, dude. I'm sorry, man. It sucks. And uh, the other half of me is that like. We could fix all this. We could fucking fix all this. It's all fixable. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no one's going to do it. No one's going to do it. It's very frustrating. It makes me mad because I'm mad at New Yorkers for thinking that the only problems that ever happen, that it, or things are only real when they happen to them. And I'm also, like, mad at people being like, oh, well, in California, the air is quality is fine. Because, like, motherfucker, we, we got to get together on this. <laughs> stop, stop beefing. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. There's, I got a lot of mixed feelings about this whole situation. Other than doing funny, like, boo-hoo face. Yeah. Like, yo, I yo, it sucks for them. It's the equivalent I saw, like, breathing in six cigarettes a day, which, oh, wow. Six cigarettes. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Jesus Christ. But I also think, like, there's a lot the world's of... Uh... Ti- the world's tiniest... The world's tiniest ghetto blackster is playing a boom-bap beat for you. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Charles. Okay, but yeah, okay, getting back to what I was talking about. I think the alien thing... Either it's serving as a distraction for all of that, which is probably likely, but there's also, like, a possibility that I don't think anyone's coming to terms with. And that's what if the government is not nearly as powerful as we thought it was, right? Yeah, and and so, like, they literally are blindsided. Like, maybe there is secret cabals of dudes who have been doing this for years, and the government's like, that is fucking news to us, bro. You know what I'm And we're finding it, finding it out with them. That's a scarier prospect to me. Do you, Do you think they fucking tell Joe Biden what they know about the saucers? No, Fuck no, no they don't abso- tell no, Joe abso- Biden. I get that. I get that. Like, I understand, like, it's not the, the secret president, bro. I get that. Like, the secret, Yeah, shadow you know, president. Like, yeah, Meg, like, what is it? Mecca Hitler. He's in Argentina right now. Like, I, dude, I know what's going oh, on. Oh, he bro. died in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. Hey, yeah, I'm going to grab a beer. This is very yeah. essential stuff. The ghost of Nancy Reagan. I'll pause it. Uh, yo. Alright, yeah. So welcome back to Real Schizo Hours with Charlotte and Marcos. <laughs> Tonight, are aliens a psychosexual dramaturgy being engaged to awaken latent synophobia through internalized social post-hypnotic edipalized suggestion? Marcos, is it, you, is it gay, or is it gay that? Smoke six cigarettes a day. <laughs> is it gay to smoke crack with an alien? Yeah, yeah with an alien. Uh, They're calling them aliens, and they want to <laughs> fuck your kids. Tonight on the Ain't Shit Show, we find out: Is it scary if an alien fucks my kid? <laughs> Jesus Christ! The answer is yes. That's the one thing that I refuse to make jokes on. Okay, okay, hold on. What I was saying prior to this that like. The bigger, the scarier thing to me is that, like, the government itself, which is like a hodgepodge of of just incompetency, which anyone who fucking knows anything knows this, right? Like, is, has actively not been told about aliens, has been, like, concealed by, like, these, these 
secret, I guess, like partitions within the U.S. government. It's the Air Force. Yeah, the Air Force, along with like, there's probably people in the Air Force that also, you know what I'm saying, like that aren't even in the high brass or the high command, just people who are capable of, of cutting off access at, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it could even just be fucking middle management, you know, like that is, or like, you know, second to like last fucking decision makers that could do these kinds of things. And that's what I'm saying is like, if that's the case, that's far more scary to me, right? Like that is a fucking terrifying prospect that like, if we're finding out, cause like no one in the government is, has been like, yeah, that guy's full of shit or like, no, nah, that guy can, they're not denying it, which is scarier that's part of what's fueling this anxiety in me neither confirm nor deny would be how they would approach that sort of thing they're not going to come out and be like no it's not true they they would have a position of they probably wouldn't even address that i mean who who is this person there's again in the ufo community there are so many fucking like former pilots astronauts internal people who have for years and years and years been like there's aliens there's alien stuff aliens aliens and I don't see why this one's different from know, stuff that's been going I, on for decades, other than it's just in the current news cycle. But also, it's very interesting that but also we got um Mr. Mr. Musk with his space exploration and going to Mars. So it's interesting. There's probably a number of reasons this sort of imagery would pop up in the news. There's also always the possibility that it's just slow news cycles, um, you know, aliens i guess but it's been coming up a little more frequently i guess over the last 15 years yeah but i don't true. think they but, work in those but also there's another there's a far frames. more there's a far more terrifying process no matter what man they're all terrifying prospects but the one the other thing too is like we're we're all we all have peasant brain now that you know what i'm saying like like in in like in like maybe five years, they're going to be like, "Did you guys know that giants and fairies are real?" <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? And people are going to be like, that. oh, "That's the thing it. on TikTok." Remember the <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the peasant brain. Yeah, yeah. no, they're already doing giants, but are okay. real. Yeah, I get that, but like when when Tucker Carlson comes on, you know, it's like you know that the giants are woke. What is going on? Like, <laughs> you know, like I, dude, I don't want that, bro. I don't. Do you got like, I don't. I don't want the world getting progressively stupider while I stay. I, well, me an idiot can't keep up. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, where I'm like, how how is everyone getting dumber about everything, right? Well, I mean, wow. I know exactly. I know exactly how that is. It's happening because, you know, our we're fucking the the, what is it? The prison industrial complex. All these fucking industrial complexes that are essentially built to maximize our usefulness in one single direction, and none of that has anything to do with us being to think critically or act in a manner that can, you know what I mean? Like. Those well, are also, I believe the, discouraged. the even the they don't want. I don't think that they actually want a a, a, a country of a fourth grade reading level people because it's hard for those people to read instructions. I think there's a large degree to which the the institutions like educational theory and like just cabin they move slow. They're bound up in bureaucracy. They cannot adapt dynamically to the the way things are with you know i don't want to be up kids these days but they can't adapt to how kids these days is in a way that's effective and uh you know there's a lot there's a lot of reasons not all of which are actually beneficial to the powers that be or even desired by them just as a consequence of 
there's also an argument to be made, I suppose, that uh, as we become more networked, the necessity for individual intelligence is lessened. And so it's kind of natural we'd all get a little stupider if we got a thing in our pocket that can do all of our thinking for us, uh, which is we've replaced thinking with, you know, fact regur data regurgitation. But that's yeah, what that's, it's been for most people for most of history anyways. That's always so that's so bizarre to me because that's I don't know. I don't see myself as as I've been discouraged at from a young age to I've been discouraged by lots of people, but mainly like the fucking my educational upbringing. I've been discouraged by teachers essentially telling me that I am intelligent and that I'm smart, but that I'm like not smart at the same time that i'm stupid that i have that i'm that i do dumb things right and they're like marcos you you can't tell us the dates of when like abraham lincoln died or like and it's true i can't like i can barely math i barely know how to do my fucking basic like you know i i have to count on my fingers sometimes right but i understand like pythagorean theorem i get how it works and i you know what i'm saying like i know i know the concepts i understand things i get how things work and if i need to use them i know how to use them could you fucking if I need, but if it, you know, if I need to recall the exact data, it's never, it's not going to be, I'm never going to fucking be able to do that. And my whole life I've been being told that I'm fucking stupid for that. But everywhere that I go and I go and I, you know, I, I built, I will, you know, build something from scratch or I'll figure out a faster way to do something or everything. I've, in fact, my job currently, we have this, we had this routing system and they were doing the way they were routing their, their things was like using uh, ways, just literally using ways and and trying to use the least amount of like mileage so that they could pay it out to to do that and i looked at the maps for a while and i was like just make loops just make a big loop which is the fucking dumbest you know simple thing but the way they were doing it was they're making us do all these weird fucking zigzag stops and i was like no just do loops it's it's larger my it's like it's a it's longer mileage but it's faster time which saves you guys money and they fucking set it up and now they're doing it they're doing it that way, which is crazy to me that they're they're like, man, Marcus is a fucking genius. How I? There's nothing intelligent about it. like you know what I'm saying. Like, that, maybe there is an intelligence to it, but like that clever, it's clever. I I've always seen myself as being someone who's clever, not intelligent, because my whole life I've been discouraged from being considered intelligent or an intellectual. Right, I'm just a clever guy. I I don't know. I don't know how to fucking explain that. I'm coming around to. I don't know if I've talked about the show. I'm coming around embracing the I word. Being like, I guess, I'm not intellectual. I'm just kind of, you know, I'm just kind of smart. It's like, Shog, if look at your bookshelf. Shog, you are not, an intellectual. Yeah, I don't like I, the word. I have a lot of books, too, that I have read, but, like, I don't retain any of that information. I just know enough to know. I just want to I mean, nobody retains it like, 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 you know, like, well, is, um, is, uh, as Kant says on page 394, no, they just, the, 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 the type of thinking, you know, it, it, it seeps in, you know, it, it kind of, that's what it's for. I don't know. I don't, I don't buy like, I don't know. We got a weird, society has a weird understanding of intelligence that is not. Correct. I agree. No, yeah. I agree. I was yeah. going to use a little over my typical Robert Anton Wilson. And, well, no, I'm not going to say, sir, but it, it, it certainly seems to line up less with what I perceive as reality. I don't know. I, it's not I very up, helpful. I, I grew up like competing with actual kids that like I grew up competing with what they considered intelligentsia, right? Like 
you know, I, I grew up in a suburb. Uh, the place that I grew up was well-to-do. The school that I went to was, like, a decent school. I didn't go to, like, a fucking fucked-up school until middle school, but, like, elementary school. And even my high school was a really good high school. But I was in classes with people who are, like, you know, on the fast track or on the short track to fucking med school. Or they had their whole lives planned out for them for five years. You get what I'm saying? Like, they... And these fucking people were idiots. I don't know, like, not to not to denigrate them, but, like, they... They could tell you exactly what they needed to know for an SAT. You know, they could tell you they were tra- they were trained monkeys. They knew exactly what they needed to do to do the things. But like, you get them in a situation of chaos or any kind of like, you know, uh, these idiots I, who could just regurgitate facts went on to become like surgeons and and like you know fucking welders or or g- 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 uh, welders. seismic seismic yeah engineers. Instead all, of yeah. instead of smarty pants podcasters, who cares guys about their opinions? Who, who, who merch, instead of guys jokes. who merch, instead of guys who merch beers, <laughs> yeah, like me, a real fucking. Actually, you know what? This is one thing I'll say. I got offered recently. I, I didn't want to say. I didn't want to bring it up because I've been having like a fucking moral conundrum about it. But a homie of mine that I hadn't seen in a hot minute came up to me and was like, "Hey, how you been?" And I was like, "I've been good." And then he was like. So what have you been up to? I haven't talked to you in like a year and a half. And I said, well, I've been merging beer. And he's like, when last time I was talking to you, you were like in marketing. And I go, yeah, man. And I, that fell through. So now I, I just, I, I pick up a big heavy box of beer and I put it on a shelf and that's my job. And then he was just like, bro, you're, you could do more than that. You're worth more than that, man. You should be having a better, like you should be getting a better job. And I was like, well, like all the prospects that I had kind of dried up the company that I worked for, like it didn't really pan out. Like they were not happy about the way that I departed. And like, I just, I don't feel like trying to make any more inroads. I don't feel like making that grind. I just don't have it in me. And he goes, shoot me a resume and I'll get back to you. And so I shot my, I shot him a resume like a month ago and about two weeks ago, he reaches out to me and he was just like, Hey, uh, these four places want interviews with you. And so I called up, did a, did all four phone interviews with all four of these places, and each of them offered me triple of what I'd be making currently. And I thought I, I had the, this evil little thought in my mind where I like, Marcos, it's time. You got to get back on that horse. You got to go back into that. You got to go back in, a, in that closet. You got to you you come out go your, down out of your caves there, Athustra. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to go and do that. And I been wrestling with it but like i don't know i think i made a decision today I'm, I'm not fucking leaving i like the peace of mind is worth more to me right like my back hurting all the goddamn time my legs hurting all everything on me being sore me having never having time to do shit is worth more to me right I, and like well, labor is everyone, ascendant right now it's a good place to be everyone's fucking telling me how fucking stupid it is of me they're like marcos you should take the money like you need the money like you know your mom's not gonna you gotta you know plan out your future with you and christine blah blah like they're just telling me all and and they're right they're all right but like if i gotta sit behind a desk again i'll fucking blow my brains out like unironically i'm not this is not a bit this is an actual cry for help if i have to sit behind a desk and make my living fucking talking to to angry white women who you know got a size down on their dress i will literally fucking blow i mean my brain you can out. probably get jobs where you don't have to deal with the customers true, true that but like regardless like even then when i was doing the psyop shit and like 
you know, trying to do integrations and planning and stuff. Like, all that shit, all of that is, it's not work. You're not a productive member of society. You're a fucking no. parasite. You know what I'm saying? Putting like, beer on shelves is genuinely, legitimately contributing to the betterment of society by making sure the beers are on the shelf where we can all go get them. Yeah, Somebody has for, to put those beers there. They don't just grow. They don't just yeah. pop up. A, a, a man has to come and put them on the shelf. Yeah, you have to, he has to bring them from somewhere else. Yeah. Sometimes you get the you get a you get a giant fucking stack of like nine hundred beers, and someone has to unstack them and stack them again in a way in a place that you can just get them and not kill yourself trying to grab them. That's and that's where my job comes in. And like, I feel more. I feel productive. I don't know how to describe it, but I. I won't trade this. I won't trade this feeling of being a productive member of society. Right? You're like, putting a beer on a shelf. You can look at the shelf, and they can put the beer on it. They can look at the shelf, and you can actually right. see a difference in the world. I did, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I know there I'm was done. no beer on the shelf, and now there There's is. There's beer on the shelf. When you yeah. like finish an email to the lady who's like, I'm, I'm mad my racist doll is two <laughs> weeks late. <laughs> you guys, yeah. And you, you fucking... fucking Bleep de bleep bloop bloops. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Better oh make it God. right. Also, I'm fighting this other bitch because yeah. she sold me a fake swastika. It was pointing the wrong direction. It's <laughs> some kind of oriental swastika, and I hate them because I'm a Nazi, god yeah. dang it. <laughs> I used to get mad. So I left people... shit on her doorstep. Yeah. yeah, so I got her kids taken away from her, right? <laughs> <laughs> fucking nightmares that i had to fucking deal with at that job anyways that's all that shit aside i feel like a productive member of society and i i feel like i feel better i don't i don't know i like my body's falling apart i don't have enough time to do all the things that i want to do and actually you know what i finally have forced myself through sheer power of will because of this job because when i was working and i had the time and the energy to do it i just couldn't I was, like, too depressed to leave my house. You know what I'm saying? I was spending all my fucking time here in gaming, and I just didn't know what to do. So I, now that I have a job and I have a time limit and I have shit to do and I got – now is the time when I'm, like, when I have no time to do anything, I started volunteering. So I've been volunteering <laughs> like a fucking psychopath. And I went last weekend to go do, like, food sorting. And out here, food sorting is, like – it was I didn't realize what I signed up for was backbreaking labor because like, you know, it's big like giant fifty pound sacks of rice, like giant fifty pound sacks of pinto beans, all these fucking massive, you know, like you know, big boxes of fucking. Great way produce. to spend your day off. <laughs> my yeah, my one day off where I'm not grocery shopping or doing laundry. <laughs> Stocking more heavy stuff. Yeah, heavier things. So yeah, I'm like pulling it off I'm pulling it off the truck and like do, we're like doing like a what is it called it's called uh it's called market style where like i don't know how to explain it but the way out here they want they want the people who are getting food like free food they want them to feel like they're buying it <laughs> i don't i don't know why we can't just like give them the food they make them go stand in line grab these vouchers and then fill out paperwork and then they get like these fake like literal like fake money and they come and then they give us this the tickets and then we take the tickets and that's how they, it, it's bizarre yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no i feel this let me just give you fucking let me give you a pound or three pounds or ten however fucking many pounds of pinto beans you need 
do not I don't want you know what I'm saying so or I just didn't give even, me the number that everybody else gets yeah I literally didn't I didn't even participate in that I was like I'm just gonna be the guy who 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 restocks so that's what I was doing but I'm over here like doing it and like I'm busting my ass <coughs> sweating I'm like covered in sweat I'm covered in dirt because you know like it's all produce and like it's all dirty and we're washing it it's awful it's an off I'm it's outside it's a fucking terrible experience and we're doing all this shit getting it all fixed up and the lady goes at the end and she goes all right everyone come in like i'm gonna check everyone out and so everyone get out your paperwork and so everyone gets out paperwork and they walk up to her and she like signs off on their paperwork because everyone there was one of two things right they were either there because they were high schoolers trying to get in their community service hours for like their extracurriculars or they were fucking court mandated <laughs> to be there right because they fucked up and they needed to do community service hours. And so she goes, she walks up to me and she goes like, where's your paperwork? And I'm like, oh, I, I don't have any paperwork. And she goes, you just, you just volunteered to be here. <laughs> I was like, yeah. She goes, you busted your ass for nothing. <laughs> you should probably find like, a different group to volunteer with. Like volunteer is good, but clearly this is the like, all right, we got some people who got a lot. Yeah. You don't yeah, need to do yeah. this, man. I got honestly, high schoolers and cons for this shit. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I liked it more because the guys, but one of the guys I was working with, he was just like, he had a tattoo on his right, on his forehead that said murderer. And I was like, yeah, this guy rocks. <laughs> this is a cool guy. I'm glad I'm working with him. <laughs> Sometimes I, I feel like you're like a hedge Catholic, like a really powerful hedge Catholic, like a natural Catholic. Like not, you're not real. Like, like I am like aggressively Catholic. Like I'm not, I, in the, I hate the Catholic church. I would, you know, I don't know if I've said on the show, which is my favorite thing to say on the show. Now I think is, I don't know if I've said it on the show, but yeah, yeah. like (laughs) your go-to, I, I'm a, I'm a victim of some pretty extreme religious abuse, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm coming to terms with it. Uh, now that I'm almost 40, I'm like, maybe I was abused. Just because I didn't get fucked doesn't mean... No, there's ways. There's other ways. I get... Or I hit. But it's like, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I used to all have, like, scary dreams about Mary coming and turning the entire world into blood because Catholic millennial apocalyptic shit's actually much more metal than fucking yeah. Protestant shit. We're all, you know, we'll go to heaven and Jesus will pull us up and then the Antichrist will be mean to all the people left behind. Because Catholics are like, you're going to stay here and you're going to like get whipped and burned. You're going to be the new like fucking, the Romans are going to, they're, the new Romans are going to do shit to you. They're going stick to hot, stick hot pokers up your ass. The sky will turn to blood. Dragons will roam the earth. And it's horrifying uh, for a child. But it's, it's, as with most Catholic things, better ascetics. That said, I'd, uh, you know those priests, like a, a priest, like a really good priest, like never diddled nobody, fucking yeah, got yeah. into it because he wanted to help out, running mm-hmm. running through minefields in Somalia to deliver baby formula to, to mm-hmm. some mother. I want to fucking kill that guy. Because <laughs> he is a priest. Yeah, yeah, I get you. A Catholic priest. I hate the catholic church so fucking much and i hate christianity frankly i I think christian like i spent years being like well you know there's good christians i guess there are as people there's good people who are policemen too however there's no such thing as a good cop cop. Mm -hmm. yeah i get you incidentally now that i'm a couple beers in i don't like the phrase a cab (laughs) 
I don't like a lot of these lefty phrases. ACAP, <laughs> bitch shit. First of all, it's an anachronym. So it begs people. It's like wearing a butt, like, ask me about my political slogan. It's yeah, like, yeah. what's ACAB mean? All cops are bastards. You mean my uncle? Yes, but also, no. It's a complicated. I think it's a, ACAP. It's a, I like ACAP better, actually, which is all cops are pussies. Right? That's a, that's a much better. Do you get what I'm saying? There's a little bit more. There's a little bit more punch to that one. Now there's some yeah. cops that might like be brave and like pull a kid out of a burning car. Yeah, Most yeah, of them are pussies. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but, so uh, then a, what about a calf? I'll let you guess what the f. How is. about how about how about this? <laughs> how about fuck the police? Yeah, no, I like that one the best. That's why I say fuck the police. How's co- how about we often. don't need a fucking acronym that's like ask me about? It. And then there's another button under like ask me to explain my political slogan's larger context under its clickbaity wording. No, fuck the police. Yeah, I think actually I just like saying cops are gay. That's <laughs> that's my that's my personal. Yeah, but now what? Well, then people be like, there's no gay cops. They can't come to Pride. Now it's my business to say who comes to Pride, but I don't think that Pride is a exclusively radical leftist Twitter kind of a... No, I think... I think there's a lot of gay cops because being a cop's pretty gay. Yeah. uh, I think... Well, I think all cops are gay, right? But I also think, like, there's nothing inherently wrong with being gay, but, like, you know, don't... Just, you know, just be gay on your own time. Don't force... Don't... You don't have to handcuff me. You gotta fucking put your kinks on me, dude. You're feeling me up. You know what I'm saying? It's weird, bro. If I was the king of the gays and I was in charge of Pride, I'd let the cops come under some conditions about the elaborateness and uh, display of their their float. Their Their float's gotta go fucking hard. Hard. I know they can. Like, bring... Yeah, I know the fucking ATF gave you guys a tank. You bring that thing down. Fucking put some streamers on it. Fucking... Dress it up. Put, make it a big giant yeah. penis, Tom of Finland style. Now get your <laughs> fattest cops out there. Put them in speedos. Put the you know get get like get get some guys like out there handcuffing them and like you know yeah yeah, yeah. you know get, I, like, I I don't nipple know rings, yeah. nipple rings but like the nipple rings are connected by handcuffs. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like cuffed together. Yeah, like you know get get a little crazy with it. I I feel you on that one. When it but comes yeah, to where's... pride and all these things, I only see like my Twitter crew's discourse and my twitter crew are but they're not they're not democrats that's for fucking sure they're they're always some kind of extremely hyphenated leftist or whatever whatever's going on i just don't hang out with republicans and democrats Mm -hmm. but i know there's a lot of liberals in this scene and they're just not represented in my timeline and uh sometimes i worry actually like about my view of the world where i've basically (laughs) filtered almost all like mainstream liberal and conservative voices out mm-hmm. and just only see like the real fucking freaks on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, huh, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, <laughs> hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. At tea time, <laughs> everyone agrees. <laughs> Shogs. I think, you suffer from the same thing that I was suffering from before I discovered homeism, right? Well, I, I, the, I'm always suffering it. It's part of my homeism eases. I'm it. also, I'm also in that. Also, boat, you're absolutely like, suffering from it. Don't be like, then homeism cured me. Yeah, no, being no, a no you're right, real dude. Uh, no, for real. I'm <laughs> no. It's like I'm just I'm deeper in it because like I'm forcing myself to be deeper in it, right? But like, 
so okay here's a good example of it so my uncle he's i don't know how to he's not really my uncle he's my dad's he saved my dad's life in prison right he like he's my dad's idea of nazi is he he is a not yeah yeah yes asian right, so nazi he, uh no he's a no, Nope, just a plain old-fashioned white Nazi. Down, no, bruh. Yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> Fucking very run-of-the-mill. Um, but, like, he's not a Nazi. It's hard to... He's got swastikas and SS bolts and shit tattooed all over him. That's a Nazi. But he, he's in prison, all right? I can get in. I can get behind, like, <laughs> you know, not everybody right of the center is a Nazi, but, you know, once they got the swastikas... I get... I get... I understand where you're coming from, Shogs. I get it, man. I understand that. Dude. I hope I, you do. Yeah, I do. But I, he gets, he's not, it's not a pass. I'm not giving him a pass. What I'm saying is, is that he was in prison and there's a little context for him because he's half, he's half Mexican and half white. And he chose white because it was safer to do where he was at. Understandable, so but yeah. okay. I okay. mean, so, okay. Still, tattooed. still a Nazi though. Even if he's I, not a committed one, like <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, he's he's not principled by any means. Like his wife, his wife is some beautiful black lady, which I don't know how the fuck that Look, works. I've seen American right. History X. I know he got yeah. raped in jail, and that's why um, okay. that well, Edward Norton had to. In this, in this story, God, it's some weird just crawled on my arm. In this story, it's probably a friend. He saved he saved my dad's life, right? So my dad, there was a riot. Some shit popped off. And uh, my dad got stabbed, and my Uncle Pat was going to be the guy to finish it off, but he didn't. My Uncle Pat literally patched my dad up and hit him, and my dad survived that shit. And that all popped off. That whole reason why that shit popped off was because he heard my mom tell my dad that I was on the way, right? So he saved my dad's life. For me, pretty much, right? Like, so that he wouldn't have to grow up without a, 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 I wouldn't have to grow up without a dad. So, him and my dad have like a lifelong f- friendship, and they've been lifelong friends forever. And he works. I'm. I go to a Safeway, and I hear him out of nowhere. And it's. I don't know how to describe this. My dad. All of my dad's friends call me and my little brothers dirty vatos. It's just a thing that they call us all. Which means like filth, like dirty guy, like a dirty guy, but they they're like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know why. It's because we probably were filthy as kids, because my dad did not take care of us at all. But regardless, they'd be like dirty vatos. I heard a, I heard a guy, yeah, yeah. So I heard a guy from across, you know, from behind me go like dirty vato, dirty vato, and I turn around and it's my uncle Pat. So I'm like, oh shit, it's my uncle. So I go and I I'm talking to him. And I'm I'm train I'm a trainer so like my job now that I do is I train people so I'm training guys and stuff, and the guy I'm training is a Mexican dude, and I go and I'm talking to him and we're you know I'm talking to my uncle and you know he gives me a hug and he's like I'll see you, I'll see you later he's like your mom's still at the spot and I go yeah, and he goes I gotta go visit her sometime all right cool I'll see you later Uncle Pat so then I'm leaving, and the the guy, my coworker was like, that's your uncle, and I go yeah, and he goes, why that fool got swastikas tattooed on his neck. <laughs> he's got like a he's got like you know the cut here you ever seen that not living in california is it uh i don't end up in these kind of social situations where i have to explain no he's my family but he's not 
really okay, a Nazi. Do you know the cut here? Like the, do you know what I'm talking about? Like it's like uh, a line, like a dotted line, like a dotted yeah. line. So he's got he's got the dotted line around his neck, but in between each dotted line is a swastika. So he's got like a ringlet of swastikas around his. Yeah, neck. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like he was hit. Like he didn't just get one. It sounds like he was hitting the old swastika. He was hitting it hard, bro. Pipe he's got, pretty hard. He's got a lot of them and a lot of. Like I could see the, maybe like excuse me, like, you know, I had to I, get it to get by in jail, but like and this one, well, I just thought that was pretty. Yeah, if you gotta, well, if you gotta get one, you gotta get, you know, com- connect the string. You, you don't. <laughs> he okay. Listen, he's a folks. I, I, folks, folks. Um, I just want to tell you a bit out of my life real quick. Uh, my girlfriend, my beautiful girlfriend, is so great because she just sent me uh, a, uh, a compilation of Jenna Maroney bits from Thirty Rock. And as all of our <laughs> listeners know, Jenna Maroney is the perfect woman. And my girlfriend is just serving me up Jenna Maroney, middle of the night, fucking great gal, love, love, love you, baby. <laughs> and, and also my girlfriend. Yeah, that's I the love biggest, her as well. Biggest plus. So, yeah, I had to explain to that guy, and then he goes like, "Is that, is that really your uncle?" And I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "Are you white?" And I go. No, nah, I'm Mexican. And he goes, what the, what the fuck was that for? <laughs> Who is that guy? Well, apparently like, he hadn't listened to our episode about yeah, Mexican Nazis, about, which about you Mexican can listen Nazis. to on yeah. SoundCloud, wherever fine podcasts are told. You can tell your friends where to find it. You can yeah. also go to the patreon.com forward slash the homie collective. collective. Sorry, I'm not, I'm not ready to finish exactly. I just <laughs> no, wanted no, to make no. sure we got plugged in. I haven't got one in. Hour mark, I, I feel dirty. No, I know, I get you. No, but it's fine. <laughs> I'm I'm pissed off that that happened to me, and like, I'm, you know what it was when Fates Fates came down to visit and he was hanging out, and then he was hearing we were talking and stuff. We were just hanging out in my life, and my girlfriend, she's like, "Oh, your cousin Malik texts you," and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." yeah. And then, uh, I'm like talking to him on my phone, and then I was like, "Yeah, this is the this is the this is my homie that, or this is the the my." black nazi cousin like this is him right here and fates goes like that guy's real and i go yeah dude like none of the guys that i'm talking about in my life are fake guys they're like my life is surrounded by chaos. i'm friends with you shogs you get what i'm saying <laughs> like you're not a nazi at all but you're a fucking agent of chaos you yes. know what i'm saying like you're just a fucking... i literally work for a chaos goddess i don't just worship her i work for her no i <laughs> she pays so many... me in traps so many people that I know are just completely, they're just psych. I'm a nexus point for psychopaths, which is why. We're, that's why we're best friends, because we're both <laughs> two people who, who sit at the nexus of our own respective, like, crazy tornadoes. And we're just kind of the eye of the storm who's like, I'm the craziest one inwardly, yeah. but also possibly outwardly the least crazy. Of the, I am the, the sanest and crazy. And, I, and then uh, I. You just kind of exist in it, and uh, you you just kind of enjoy being the, not the center, I guess, the center, but not like center of attention, center more like ballast. Yeah, I feel like the equilibrium here, like like the fulcrum of all this shit. I feel like all the pressure's on me to make sure that that they don't, there's no like epic Marvel crossovers, you know what I'm saying? Like I, that's my big fear, is that. Right, like, like, like my my black Francoist roommate and then my Nazi my black Nazi cousin get together and start a uh, a fucking Axis 
right? Like an axis of evil, and there's nothing I could do about it. That's ter- that's a terrifying. Co- yeah, we don't need we don't need flat Earth subgenius <laughs> hooking up with a based racist. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we don't need those guys. That's a bad. That is a bad move, right? Like, but let me just say, you know, I I really have, I live in fear sometimes of what I would have become if I had not found the Church of the Subgenius at a very formative age. Like, Jesus, I am fucking prime cuts for the kind of, like, brain parasite hell cult shit floating around. I am, like, walking around in the fucking, like, demon pit with, like, $100 bills and stakes sticking out of my pocket with the way my brain and my inclinations are. If I had not found J.R. Bob Dobbs and his mighty Church of the Subgenius, I would be the most monstrous, horrible, disgusting, evil, fucking chaser, fucking fascist, fucking tea girl, fucking monster thing. My, I... I attribute like my the thing that I'd be a T girl. I'd be a Nazi T girl who was still a chaser. Yeah, despite yeah. <laughs> being a T girl. I would also. Be, uh, I like T girl. T girl's good. T girl sounds cool. T girl sounds like it a does cool sound cool. Car. Or it does plane. sound like a cool, like a good car. Like it does sound like a. It's nice. It's a nice. I like see it. The, it's... See the new T girl. <laughs> but okay. My, I think the thing that saved my life was uh, I got pussy when I was 17. If it didn't happen for me, if I would have gotten it 18 or later, my life would have fucking collapsed. I, I didn't I get pussy until I was 19. See, but, see, like, the problem was that everyone around me was getting it, and I wasn't. You know well, what I'm I was saying? homeschooled, so nobody was getting it. Oh, but they all got yeah, married see. at, like, 18, so they oh, could. Jesus, and now, Jesus God, some... Y'all, y'all know how sometimes you creep on people you went to high school with face, with so no. you can laugh at the fact that you've still got hair, and they don't, <laughs> and all their wives have turned into like ethnic Republicans. <laughs> I can't relate, but I get, I understand the sentiment. I'm kind of like, a kind of a mean spirit. I, I'm I'm a mean person, folks. Say yeah, you know what, Shogs? Me too. Like, yeah. uh, I, fuck I, these motherfuckers. I, Why are like we're smart? We're trying to understand why these dumb motherfuckers are the way they are because we're empathetic. How are these? Hey, I need man. to understand that so I can be kinder to them. I, but still, like, no, like, but also, I tried to do the whole like egalitarian, like, well, actually, intelligence is a social construct, and you know, it's made up by Western colonial civilization, and ultimately, it's measuring things in a certain way, and you know, nobody's really actually an idiot no they are they are they're fucking dummies they're fucking monsters who will destroy the planet they they stand in line for the fucking slaughterhouse and act like it's the line to fucking splash mountain except more racist <laughs> uh, the, these dipshits these idiots these people who canceled fucking sense eight these these monsters <laughs> these these people the, 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 but but the, 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 i hate like I, our human our precious humanity the ai art's fucking coming it's gonna take our humanity the the, the my phone makes me less human man living in a society banded i mean ate at mcdonald's today and i realized how how this this whole thing is so inhuman and I watch TV, and man, you watch TV, but no, fucking, you know what? Humans did the fucking Holocaust. My fucking iPad never did the Holocaust. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. All right. 
<laughs> we're get we're get we're getting to the point. We're getting to the we're getting to the point where it's it's too funny, but then it's no longer funny. And it's, and I'm being real now. Like like I no, know, I get like, you. No, I, I, know, I, I know. Welcome to hi. Welcome to Shagas Black Pill Hour. Yeah. Uh, humans <laughs> are trash. Literally okay. trash. However, the... you're stuck being one. They should not go extinct. They're too interesting and my... they should be forced to suffer throughout the eternity of history as long as humans exist human suffering will exist life is suffering and humans are a mad ape that uh somebody hacked the monkey and installed mods that made it smart and sad evolution did a boo-boo evolution did a ra- something happened and now we're smart and we're so sad and even in our most peaceful moments we only really like them because they're less agitating but we okay. should not go the way of the dinosaur. We should I, see where this takes us. I agree with you. I agree forever. with you that that humans into sucks, the stars. Right? I agree with you that that's humans our suck power. Humanity sucks. But but and here's what here's the thing. Here's where I I come in right. Like I I have a very strange take about this whole fucking thing. But not because... my homies who are not humans. They are superior <laughs> mutants. No, my homies, my homies are, tri- are great and perfect my... baby angels. That's not what. That's not where I'm getting at either. No, I'm sorry. I just had to finish. I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm getting. Look, Shaggy doesn't get real much. Shaggy just makes he does his not little get tubes. He makes his little jokes. He does the racist shell game, but he never reveals the ugly truth that he's that he that at his I core he's racist a sensitive... against no. <laughs> all apes, all against hominids. Humans. <laughs> no, okay. What I've been getting at. Big computer. That's what I've been trying to get at, and is that like my personal feelings? Is that like. I know for a fact that I am capable of great evil because I've I've done mean spirited ugly things to people. Okay, well I, I'm not gonna get into that, but I've done mean spirited <laughs> ugly things to people, right? I know this. I've done them, and the like the guilt that I've I, I don't know. I grew up a Jehovah's Witness, right? Which is like Ugh. yeah, gross. I I know, but the one thing that I really liked that my grandma instilled in me. And, like, you were talking about, like, having those Catholic nightmares of, like, you know, hell and getting beaten up by Mary and shit. My grandma, when I was, like, 11, I asked her, Grandma, because, like, my grandpa, like, died. I was 12. I was like, Grandma, what happens when we die? Like, what, you know, like, 12 years old. I knew the death was, but I didn't, like, I didn't understand, like, you know, like, what in Jehovah's Witness, because I was, at the time, Jehovah's Witness. Grandma, what happens when we die? And she looked at me, and she goes, Sheol. And I'm like, what is that? And she goes, permanent blackness forever. When you die, it's it. That's it. You're done. Unless you're really good. And if you're really good, you're called one of the 1,444 anointed. And there's only 1,444 of them throughout all of the universe, like throughout the whole, all of time. And if you're not one of them, then you don't get to come, like you don't get to come back and, and experience heaven. So when you die, it's just blackness. It's just it's it's this is it this is your life until you know and you don't you don't get a second chance you don't get to come back with jesus and sing songs it's either you are one of that 144 or or 144,000 or you're not and like fucking that shit scared the fuck out of me because i was like how do i know that i'm the one how do i know if i'm that 1444 and she goes you just gotta be it you just gotta go and be good right and like that shit that is why I'm tireless. <laughs> that is why I'm tireless. I, I hate to say it now, but that shit affected me, right? It, it, my grandma never let me 
have the fucking take the easy way or the short way. She always made me take the hard fucking way. I was hard-headed. I had to do things in a hard way. And I know now, like, for me, I know that the fucking... I know that we're evil. I know that we're bad. I know that we're capable of all these great, ugly, fucking terrible, disgusting things. I'm better than that shit. Fuck you, I'm better than that shit. I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna be better. I'm gonna be nicer. I'm gonna, I'm nice. No, you're uh, not. You're different. I know I'm though. not. But you're different. <laughs> but that doesn't ne- look. We're fucked up mutants, but I mean, I think it's better. But um, yeah. and I'll you know gladly destroy the opposition because they'll destroy you. Like they will. Like like hey, look, it's all a battle over resources when you come right down to it. And you know, uh, land, you know, land, water, but also ideological resources, fucking ideological territory. And um, one thing I've been getting into is, and for a while, is like the you know the whole like the discourse. Why I hate the discourse is it's 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 it is in PC dialogue trees. It is signal counter signal counter counter signal. You run through. These pre-selected options. Sometimes you change a few words here. You don't have an original joke. Nobody's had an original joke for fucking at least seven years. And, uh, no, I don't know. Yeah, no. I'd say around the end of the Republican primary in 2016 is when people ran out of original topical jokes. Uh, it's meaningless. You can be the most rational being in the world made of rationonium with argument, just, just blasting nuclear warheads of rationality. And that might give you in, in an internet argument or a real life argument, a 3% advantage. If the weather's good, mm-hmm. uh, it's all time. Play. It's it, none of these this shit matters. There's a real trick. I think, I don't know if this is the trick. What I prefer to do is just, if I have something to say, I simply state it, and uh, if necessary, be as incendiary as possible. Do not argue a position, because that involves, to a degree, ceding ground to people whose entire thing is like, you beat me, please. Because like, this is mm-hmm. where we do agree, even though I'm all like, actually, I think knowing things and facts is good. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you have to use those with a knowledge that like they're not good for convincing people they're good for convincing yourself so you construct a con they create a construct and you hurl it out into the uh the psychic abattoir that is the discourse the modern whatever it's twitter it's fucking twitter it's not all this fucking fancy it's fucking twitter i don't know it's Uh, not facebook it's not at the bar the way i've always the way I've always seen it is that um, when people tell me things there or they say that that's not true or that that's not the way to be or like whatever, like that's not verified. That's not a verified fact. That's an opinion. Anytime that's ever happened to me, which is very rare that it ever does. But when it does, my initial thought is if it is not that way, then I will make it so Do you know, like that's my psych. That's psychotic to say that. But that is how I argue. Oh, it's, oh, it's, this is not that's not founded on reality. Then I will make it so. Then I will make reality bend to my will. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I refuse to take the L on this to the degree that I will just. This is now the way that I see the world. And you know, like that's a much crazier fucking position to have, but it served me well, right? I remember in like 2011, 2012, when all my friends were getting pretty upset at my other friend for 
coming out as trans and they were like, oh, you're just confused. You blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's the homie. The homie's a girl now. It is what it is. And you know what I'm saying? I made it so. I made reality so. I didn't change. I didn't change my fucking views because someone was different. I didn't go with what everyone assumed was the way things were. I just, oh, it's different. It is what it is. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that my, my mindset has always been that way. And that's what I'm saying is like, I know that I'm, I know like me and you are the same. We're both evil. We're both evil little guys. Right. But I, I know that about myself and I am trying to be better legitimately. It's difficult. I'm... It's a, it's hard. It's a fucking, it's a hard path. I'm constantly working on it. I, it is not, it is not natural f- to me to be nice. I have to honestly work at it. I, I'm very nice, actually. Despite I know, the fact I know. I'm very, very sweetie pie. I've just got some. I, my sweetie pie, largely because, like, well, I just actually don't want to hurt anybody. Just because, yeah, so just because I feel an immense loathing doesn't mean I really wish any particular harm. I know part of this is just like, well, you're just like that, Shagathos. Not necessarily yeah. objective that everybody well, that's, is loafs and that's you find them. That's why we're Wario's, right? Like, because we experience things similarly, but in a different way. We're each other's Wario. Because I feel, yeah. I, I, I've seen how ugly the world is, and I want, I have very much have a rage in me that it's ugly, and just and horror, and I, if I could get away with it, I would act on it on a daily basis, but I don't. I will be right I, back in one minute. Yeah, yeah. The thing about Wario is that he's not skinny. <laughs> He's not the opposite of Mario. He's the he's the inversion of Mario. No, okay, but like I don't know, man. I there's a there's a lot of fucking rage that I have in me, and like it's my first initial thoughts when he, people tell me things or they're nice to me or they do things. My first initial thought is, how can I use this to get over on this motherfucker? And then my second thought is, don't do that. <laughs> like, hey, don't do that. Don't be that guy. Don't be that motherfucker. That's what they're expecting. They're expecting you to be this way. Don't be like that. Give them something different. Show, switch it up. Don't don't be the fucking piece of shit that they expect you to be. Be be one of the anointed motherfuckers. Earn that shit. Earn your place. Earn your keep. Get better. Be better. You know Jehovah's Witness has got to suck when your competition within your own religion is like Michael Jackson, yeah. Prince. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, well, they're probably in the 144,000. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm what do I compete do? with that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All I gotta do is record Thriller and uh Yeah. I just gotta I just gotta record something better than Thriller or better than Purple Rain. And <laughs> Easy. <laughs> yeah, I think I got this. <laughs> Did Prince now I just gotta learn one more. How hard could it be? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, Jesus Christ! No, I, I don't know. Like, my what I'm trying to get at though is that like I also have these deep feelings of evil, but I think they come from a different place. Because a lot of people are like, I'm just an evil little guy, blah blah, and like I, I also I too am an evil little guy, but I'm doing something different with my evil. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm evil. Trying to... I think it's part of the difference. I'm like, <laughs> not like well, evil. What is evil? Evil. I kind of like faces. High fates, you know, great the the great modern philosopher, deep fates. Uh, it was like a, a villain's just somebody who's trying to change the world. Status quo. He stole that from me. <laughs> he stole that from me. Well, you that stole was it my... from me. <laughs> Probably, yeah. 
And I gave it back <laughs> to him. That's the ecosystem is that uh, I steal something from you. I make it uh, palatable and then Faith chews on it. And then he tells his, his 11,000 people and they're like, Faith is always. And then he tells Grimes. Cool and... Yeah, and then he tells Grimes and then Grimes is like, actually, actually, I I started the ancient show. <laughs> well, Grimes, oh God. I mean, I don't know. If my, I, 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 I think I speak for all of us when I say, Grimes, you're welcome to come on. But you have to be a co-host and not just a guest. Yeah, I mean, all guests are co-hosts, so she gets it regardless. Uh, yeah, but yeah, you gotta I show think, up. Uh, what what else is new? Oh yeah, I didn't get to tell. I'm Shelly now. That's my new thing. What's that? Uh, I just I want to be. I just changed my name. My name's Shelly. I'm going by Shelly right. these days. That's it. No, everyone's like, oh wow. Like I had a friend of mine reach out to me. A friend who I haven't talked to in a while. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm going by Shelly these days. This is just what I said. And friend, a homie of mine like re- like texted me and was like. I always knew you were going to be trans and blah, blah. All the signs were there. I'm like, Shelly's a dude's name. <laughs> Shelly, this is a man. I'm a man named Shelly. That's the thing. I just want to go by the name Shelly. I think it's a good name for me. Dig it into the stack like... of like Elizabethan era, really girly sounding men's names. Like, actually, I'm Ashley. Yeah. I have I like... no idea how fucking Ashley is. A boy's name, for some reason I grew up thought maybe I knew a girl Ashley or something. Ashley's a girl's <laughs> name. It's like Ash from Evil Dead's name is Ashley. It's like he's the most of all the dudes. Huh. I got uh I I was I've been thinking about like an SH name for a long time. Right? Like I do this thing I my brain is stupid and I do this thing where like I get obsessed with a name and that's the name that I want to be called. Right. And like for the longest time, Victor was the name that I wanted to be called. So there's a lot of people out there that knew me as Victor. And I that was my name for a long fucking time. Then my name was Ben for a long time. I just went by the name Ben because I got the name Ben Rama stuck in my head. And I just wanted to start going as by Ben Rama. And so I had people call me Ben Rama. And people did. And it stuck for a long time. A lot of people knew, still to this day, people call me Ben every now and then when I meet them. But now, I don't know. I've been. I just get I got obsessed with an SH name and I was like, what, what's a good SH name? And the two names that I came the three names that I got down were Shannon, Shelby, and Shelly. And I was like, between it was more of a toss up between Shelby and 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 Shelly. And I was like, I like Shelly better. So I yeah, I'm Shelly now. You can call me Shelly. And if people were like, Shelly, is that short for Sheldon? I'm like, no, it's short for Marcos. And <laughs> that's I think it's a fun bit. I mean, my middle initials P, and it's, it's P for Fenderson, with an F. Yes. So I get it. <laughs> yeah, you get. Of course, you would get me. Of course, you understand. <laughs> I I also like things that are and aren't things, but they are because you say they are. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter what you. Yeah. Oh, I'm fucking with your grids, man. Your grids, <laughs> your reality grids. I'm imposing my nonsense. What a, I'm like, have you read the Situationists? Yeah. I'm... I don't know. I just want to, I, I want <laughs> Jesus. I want to tell, I don't know how to tell my, everyone at work that I'm Shelly now. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be the hardest part is going to be telling people to start calling me Shelly at work. You just like right. slip it in bit by bit, make them start wondering. All the new guys, all the new guys will start introducing myself as Shelly. Yeah. Like, then the old guys will wonder who this Shelly they keep hearing yeah, about yeah. is. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good, that's a good idea actually. By the way, so... I have trained since I started working at this fucking job. I train. I'm like one of the only guys that trains 
but I have trained about 22 dudes. Of those 22 dudes that I've trained, I've only been here for like seven months. Of those 22 dudes that I've trained, 12 of them are still here. That is a fucking ass, like, yeah, we, we, we suck. It's because the job, the job, like, is brutal, bro. Like, it just fucking kicks the 12 out of 20 people. for the, the, the kind of work you're doing is pretty good, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they, I think I'm keeping them around because, like, I tell them I'm pretty upfront about how brutal the job is and it's rough. And then I, but I'm like, but you're not alone. Like, I'm doing it with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if you ever need me, I'm only a phone call away. And I tell that to all the guys. Like, if you ever find yourself overwhelmed or you don't know what to do or you're fucked up, you give me a call and I'll come through. I'll come through for you. And I have. Like, there are guys I've been to places and, like, they don't know where they can't find a manager. The fucking thing's all fucked up. The load came all fucking broken. And they're just, like, overworked, underpaid. So they'll call me up. I'll come through and help them out. And they're all like, Marcus, you're so nice. Like, why are you doing this shit? I'm like, because I don't want to be stuck in the same fucking position, motherfucker. I want to be able to call on you when I'm done. If I ever get stuck like this, I'm calling your bitch ass. Like, that's, this is not this is not a fucking one-way thing, dude. This is, <laughs> you know, like, I'm helping you because eventually you're going to start helping me. That's what this is boiling down to, right? Like, He's so good at throwing the boxes on the shelf. I just care. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, we some guy quit. I think like a couple days ago, he quit. He quit. <laughs> he quit because he fucking he like he like fucking he pinched his finger between two thirty packs, right? And like he so he pinched it. What didn't even really bruise, like it was just a tip, and he pinched it, and he like made a big stink about it and i was like bro if it's that bad just call the supervisor so the supervisor <laughs> called the supervisor up the supervisor was like well you reported it so now you got to go to a doctor and so this fucking guy goes to a doctor doctor fucking you know the what are those called the nurses with the urgent cares that they do so he went to the urgent care to go do it urgent care goes sees him like fucking x-rays his finger like prison's protocol and the doctor literally comes out and is like there's not even any bruising on your finger. <laughs> like, you, what the fuck are you doing? Right? And then sent him back to work. And he was heated. He was fucking heated that he had to come back. He's like, I hurt my fan. You don't understand how much pain I'm in. I'm like, bro, it is the tip of your finger, bro. Like, I I don't know what you want me to Whatever. You come back or don't. So he Got comes some back. some work gloves. Yeah. We have gloves. I gave him gloves. I gave him fucking four pairs of gloves. I gave him my last four pair of gloves because I don't even use them. Right. So like anyways, I gave him the shit and he goes and he like literally fucking he comes back. He throws one can of beer and he's like, my elbow, I probably sprained my elbow. You know, this job is not for me, bro. I'm out of here. And he just left. And I was like and I like while I was gone, I called my boss. I was like, yo, man, like how old was that dude you just sent me? Like, was he like in his 30s or something? And he's like, bro, that guy's 24. And I'm like, that is fucking sad. dude. <laughs> like, that, that is a young man. What the fuck is going on with this guy? I would have stuck it out till the end of the day, Jesus. Yeah, no, he left me. He left me hanging. I had a fucked up day because of that, but it's whatever. I'm tripping about it. <sighs> fucking goddamn. So how about them orcas? I'm uh, 
selling arms to both sides. <laughs> You're selling yachts to billionaires and uh, yeah, and, and, and uh, court or uh, depth mines. Court. To, you know, yeah. they they, <laughs> ha- they have echolocation. They got better shit than we no. got. What is it? I'm selling. I'm with the pings, the fucking GPS sonar. Pings, so they can coordinate. Yeah, so they can coordinate. They yeah. have that. They have that built in. <laughs> like, they don't need to buy fucking. But what they do need is a uh, depth mines, depth charges, fucking uh, undersea mines. You know, they're gonna need some. I don't know. It's they don't seem cr- to need much, honestly. The orcas are an apex predator. Like orcas are like nothing fucks with orcas in their habitat. I think so, uh, cause fuck up orcas. Including boats. Who? I think, I think polar bears do. No. They don't? I no. Don't, they don't hunt orca? I An orca is... Ex- no, orcas no, I know are they're massive. I know they're massive, but I know Way bigger than, than polar one. bears. I get that, but like, it's, I know that's what I'm saying. I think it's a group effort, but... No, polar bears are lone hunters. Nothing oh, fucks really? with orcas. <laughs> Nothing eats orcas. And they are uh, also yeah. like... Orcas are so cool. Orcas are like my favorite animal, other than beavers, because beavers are so fucking cool too. You would, you would actually. It, that makes so much sense that you're a beaver guy. Why? That you love. I just I don't know why. Because you know why? Because you have you have nor you have Norbert energy from Angry Beavers. Well, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you have you have Norbert energy. And that's so funny because we're me and my girlfriend just recently restarted watching uh, the Angry Beavers. It's on Paramount, so we started watching it. And we've been watching it and fucking she was looking at me, she's like, I never noticed it, but you have this you have the most daggett energy I've ever met in my life. And I was like Look, the true. Angry Beavers is up there with Evangelion as one of my like yeah. foundational <laughs> texts. Yes, yes, because yes. you're it, bro. You're Norb. You're Nor- you're Norbert. So bad. It's fucking crazy how much it, like you're just like, hey pal, chill out. That's you. That's your entire vibe. And then you know what I'm saying. Whatever. It'll be what it is. You know, like you got the. And I'm like, no, but things gotta be this way. No, you don't understand. Right? <laughs> That's why we get along. Dag it. It's starting dag to be. Is sweet. Dag <laughs> Very. Very, he's, it's such a good. It's, yeah, no, I've, it's I've been wanting to rewatch show. it for years, but like, I don't even know if I need to. Like, it's in me. Ah, we'll, we'll, I have it. I have it. We'll rewatch it. We'll, so, well, I'll stream it. We'll fucking rewatch the whole thing, dude. It's so, anyways, I guess I gotta yeah. get Paramount for the Knuckles show, which Kid Cudi is apparently in, or I don't know. He was tweeting today about we finally finished production. Comes out this August. This is like the coolest shit, man. It's like. Cool kid, Cuddy. I'm excited to see you and Knuckles the Echidna together in whatever <laughs> capacity. I watched a, um, I watched a movie with Kid Cuddy in it recently. I think it was X. Have you seen that movie? Nah, is he any good? Like as an actor, he was charming. I like. I'm the kind of like the kind of acting that I always expect from non-actors. And this is like, the, there's three kinds of ways that a non-actor can like wow me. And one of them is if they're charming. If they can play a charming character, then I, you know what I'm saying? And he does. He does he's he got that charm to him. So, yeah, he's good. Uh, the other way is if they can, like, portray, like, accurate crying. Like, ser- like if they can do, seri- like, a serious role and really evoke an emotion. And then the third and final one is that, like, uh, if they can just completely, like, just not give a fuck. Like, just come, you know what I'm saying? Like, if they can just come out there and just 
So basically every way that musicians do acting. Not no, because I'm not always talking about musicians. I'm talking about people who aren't act, who didn't start out as acting. Like I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Dave Bautista. I like, I uh, love Dave. But Bautista. he's like good, good. Like he's no, like, he's fucking crazy. Yeah, he's crazy good at acting, and you just wouldn't expect it because he's some guy who was getting hit with steel chairs every night for. <laughs> for he years. was an actor. Yeah, wrestlers, yeah, wrestlers like, do wrestlers on the whole like do are, real I, fucking good. I get Look at that, The Rock. Also, he, he had to... I mean, other than his recent... I don't know what's going on with the Shazam Black Adams things, but I should find out. Because it seems really funny. He's what's just going not, on with The Rock he, right now. He's more about branding than he is about acting. Right? Yeah. Like, uh, a good actor... I So I don't think that's true. I, I definitely don't think that's true. I think a lot of wrestlers are not good actors. Because... The point of acting in wrestling is hamming it up. But they do it's, well. Like, there are different kinds of actors in true, wrestling, true. just like in acting. But, like, they tend to do pretty good when they move up. They don't flop, generally. John Cena I like a lot. I love John Cena yeah. and everything I've seen him in. He's, he's very funny. He's, yeah, he's surprisingly funny. And then also he can play it, he can play it serious, play it straight, too, which is what I like about him. Uh, Mick Foley's in one of my favorite documentaries, I Am Santa. You know that uh, John Cena can rap? He's got bars. Like, he actually is good. I think I might have seen a video or a TikTok yeah. or something to this. Yeah, I know there's, a vid- there's a video of him, like, rapping, and he's so good. Like, it's it's unreal how good he You just would not expect it. He's like a backpack rapper, which is even crazier to think about. John Cena's one of, like, John Cena's probably, if... If John Cena was a Jehovah's Witness, he definitely would have been one of the 144,000. He's he's ripped. He's like a fucking top athlete. He's a decent actor. He speaks Mandarin. Like, but like, what the? What am I? He's a polyglot. Like, what? The, get the fuck out of here. How am I supposed to compete with this dude? You know what I'm saying? I barely have mastery of English. Barely. It's right? a pretty impressive guy. Peacemaker yeah. is pretty good. I've been worrying. It's, it's like we got Peacemaker too. Jimmy Gunn's got to do all the Superman now. <laughs> oh my god but those oh, orcas yeah. like no it's crazy like i love this shit because like I, I i i found out years ago i can't remember how i found out it's for the documentary about tilikum who mm-hmm. was a a orca from SeaWorld who killed three people mm-hmm. and uh i started learning a bunch about orcas and was like damn orcas is basically like as much as we think as much as we're pretty sure that we're sentient they're yeah, orcas basically are if orcas had thumbs like people talk about dolphins oh it's so smart no orcas are like the real deal and like they don't even need thumbs they're they're a, they're built to dominate their biome yeah they're built to spec like yeah essentially. they're as smart as us they're as is like intelligent as us like different different orca groups have different types of social organization based on where they live like generally they're matriarchal but some are lone and they have different dialects to their like sounds and their communications depending on where they are in the globe some orcas depending on where they live are basically just like vegetarians some of them eat whole ass seals and it's they're really there's orcas are really diverse and weird and fascinating so i like he is probably unethical to keep these motherfuckers in captivity and they develop like what i think is actually called like slave fin or something where like after in captivity i think it's especially male orcas their top fins will just like start slooping over and kind of hanging down to the side like a dog ear and uh 
yeah, orcas are crazy. And so it's the fact that they're doing like coordinated, repeated terrorist actions on boats across like this is this isn't like this is human level intelligence is basically deciding to get together and fight the humans. And this is, this is pretty fucking crazy. And orcas can communicate with other orcas, which means this behavior will probably start spreading to other like pods and groups mm-hmm. who, you know, they, they run into each other like, Hey, you know, those boats turns out they, <laughs> <people on them. laughs> they go right over. No, they don't eat yeah. people. They kill people sometimes, but they don't eat humans. That's what, no, of course they wouldn't. I'm saying, but like, they, there's people on them. We could do something about that. <laughs> yeah. They're out here. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I absolutely love this. And I, you know, I'm not a hater. I'm, I'm a landian kind of, I guess. I'm like, you don't mind the billionaire's fucking pocketbook buying your own. <laughs> tax them at 90%, it won't fucking fix education. There'll be more money. There'll be more money. We buy like, I don't know, 20 more murder drones with it. Yeah, they'll figure out They'll figure out a way to take that money and make the AI only kill gay people or something. I don't know <laughs> what the new administration is trying to do, but they'll figure it out. I'd, I'd it rather out. have, I'd, I, don't, I don't know if, I don't really want the federal government to have my money more than, to have money more than I want Elon Musk to have it. <laughs> my my personal feeling <coughs> is that uh what is it I, I i laid it out fairly early on when i told people that uh capitalism is when my homies don't have money and communism is when my homies have money that's and i you know what i mean that's it bob, yeah that's, commies want a world where everybody's equally poor bob dobbs wants a world where everyone is equally rich <laughs> see and Babalusa wants us all humble, and that's about it. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to be humble when you're stunting on a jumbotron, as <laughs> as I can do it. Said. I absolutely <laughs> could fucking me. I'm probably the only one who can Who's pull off different? being humble on a jumbotron, but I know for a fucking fact that I could fucking. If nobody else in the fucking world could, I could be fucking humble on a jumbotron <laughs> and look fucking good doing it. Oh my god. Shog's over here be like, I'm the most humble. <laughs> I'm actually the humblest. Now, ain't nobody more humble than me. <laughs> you don't even know what humble is. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyways, we're at uh we're at an hour thirty. Thanks for joining us on this long winding oh, Before we go, uh, yeah. in honor of the Orcas, I, yeah. I wanted to sing a little song for the listeners. Please. I wrote this, this song years ago. It's called Tillicum. It's about the whale that I mentioned from SeaWorld who's killed three people of the of his captors, essentially. Um, uh, every murder committed by orcas is inherently ethical. I mean, on humans. I don't know what, what's going on between <laughs> them and the sea lions. but uh, Not my place. But uh, I wrote this song a while back. I haven't played it for a while. I forget a couple chords, but I'm playing it on. I got this today. This is a line and Healy uh, fucking uh, Washburn ukulele from somewhere between 1921 and 1925. Made in Chicago, Illinois. Either out of mahogany or coa. I think mahogany, but 
It's very old, so this is like a hundred year old ukulele. Okay, so it goes a little like this. Can you dance the way I do? On the other side of blue, do you have as many teeth inside your stupid mouth? Do you think you should have no fear when you're floating down in here? Down in the hole you built to hold me? Did you think I wouldn't learn? Did you think I wouldn't take my turn? You can keep me down, but I'm not the one who can drown. Everything floats down here, so will you. What's her name? That orca that's going around oh. killing people. What's her I name? Know. I have no idea. Huh? Hang on. I got. We got. Okay. We got. A name Actually, checker while we do that, for I don't know. This is a Patreon episode. I'm, I've decided it. <laughs> no, this okay. one's real. All right, all right. Yeah, we'll I, blast, I want people to hear we'll blast it out then. That's for orca freedom. <laughs> that's 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 like okay. live aid shit. That's like that's like a charity single. Okay, let me, shit, uh, I'll make it. I'll make it the real one. But uh, let me pull up the Patreon real quick, so I can show people or talk to people the news because we got a lot of new followers and i want to thank all the homies all the new ones jesus christ we're almost oh my god bro what the fuck happened okay let's say yo richard uh richard co Cochinar? Gladys. 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 Shout out Gladys okay. the whale. Gladys, Gladys the orca. Gladys the orca. This episode is for you. All my homies, Gladys. Um, anyways, I want to shout out all the new homies that have reached out to us and have been uh, supporting the podcast. Richard Cocknar or Chocknar. Don't know how to say that. Uh, but fuck yeah, you're a homie. Thank you. Patrick. Uh, Alex. Yeah. The devil in France. I love that name. Andrew, holy shit, yeah, uh, the fuck empty yeah. set, fuck yeah, I don't know who you are, but hell yeah, whoa, Basil, uh, yeah. fan favorite, what's shit. up, Basil? Hey, Basil, uh, hey, Julie, Schmoo, Justin, Bennington, not sure. Oh yeah, I know that guy. Fred. Julie Schmoo, like Julie Schmoo, like Knuckles' girlfriend from yep. Ken Bender's uh, run of the yep, Knuckles. Yep. Fred, uh, Luke, what well, that's actually uh, Ramulak. What's up, Ramulak? Uh, ha- Ham. Whoa, Hamwich, whoa, whoa, whoa. man, 
Yeah, love you, man. Love you. Honestly, you're the best. You're also you're also banned from the fucking show, but you're the best. <laughs> Homo vulgaris. Thanks, dogs. Thanks for your dollar Patreon. Uh, Fuzzy Nalias, hey. always Dami, love you. Uh, JJJ, J Jonah Jameson, I fuck with you heavily, man. Uh, I will have those booty pics of Spider Man. Uh, Josh G. I want you to stop sending me pictures. <laughs> I of want Spider-Man. pictures of Spider Man. Uh, Josh G. <laughs> Daniel Freed. Chris Wade, a uh, Chapo. We got a Chapo guy in the house. Spore, Reese, Slithers, Decoy, Sarah, Malik, Alex, Kevin, Jasmine. It's we're blowing up. I I'm so excited about this. It's happening. Uh, thank you, legitimately from the bottom of my heart. This is a two hour, almost a two hour episode. Uh, this is a real, real deal shit. Okay, uh, it's been real. If you like this and you want to join and you want me to read your name from this list. Or more things, actually. Uh, more stuff is coming. I think I'm going to send everyone some stickers soon. Um, just go ahead and give us $1 at patreon.com slash thehomiecollective. Uh, link is below. All right. Bye. Thank you.